Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 12 of Sprint Race Show, the show that speeds through some of the main talking points happening in Formula One. My name is Emma Ridgway and I will be your host. Thank you very much for tuning in. Now before we begin, I wanted to very briefly talk about my new website which I launched this week. It is emmaridgeway.com. I will make sure to put the link in the description. Now on this website, you will find this podcast. You will also find my new blog as well. So if you're looking for even more content, then be sure to check out emmaridgeway.com. So on to the weekend's race, which was of course in Baku. Uh, I'll admit, I was thinking that there probably wouldn't be a huge amount to talk about. I know I've said this before about Baku not being my favorite, so I won't keep going into that. But there was one word which I think came out of the race weekend, which summarizes everything quite nicely. And that is, of course, tires. I saw a tweet yesterday by someone who said, I was going to summarize that this was Bottas's worst weekend, but I think I'm saving that for Pirelli. It was definitely harsh, but I think it's fair. There is a huge amount of questions after yesterday. So just to summarize, the race was going okay. I really liked that Verstappen had to overtake for the win. You know that I'm a big fan of that. You know that I love it when drivers actually have to fight to win the race rather than just be gifted it. And so Lewis going out in front, overtaking Leclerc, who sadly just kept going backwards. I do really feel for Leclerc. I think that he's really getting the most out of that car and putting it on pole was above and beyond what was capable of that Ferrari but of course he couldn't keep it in the race. So as Leclerc slowly went down the pecking order Lewis was out in front and then Max took the lead and just seemed to be sailing. The race looked like it was done at that point. I didn't see Perez catching up. I saw him as a bit of a buffer between Max and Hamilton. I didn't see Hamilton having the pace to overtake Verstappen and so when we cut to Stroll obviously having his terrible accident in the wall everything sort of livened up a bit and I think initially people thought he'd run over some debris but he was going down the main straight the track looked relatively clear and I think the general consensus was well this was probably a tire blowout and in case you didn't know Pirelli brought the same tire compounds to this race that they brought to Monaco. Monaco of course being the shortest and the slowest track on the calendar so that makes sense. I don't understand why they brought these three tyre compounds to Baku as well. I think they said that given the downforce that these cars have, that was going to be the only way that anyone was going to do any overtaking. So that's fair enough. As soon as Lance Stroll, who had started on the hard tyre and I think had managed to go 30 laps just about with those tyres, as soon as he crashed into the wall, I could sense that there was a lot of nerves going on in the pit lane. After the race resumed, you could sense that there was some unease from the drivers. You could sense that they were being a lot more cautious. It was, of course, when the race leader, Max Verstappen, ended up in the wall with a blown out tyre. Did everyone think, okay, now there's something wrong? It was the main straight where Lance Stroll had also crashed that Verstappen crashed too, although it was a little bit further down the pit lane. I think everyone in the pit lane after this incident was convinced that the tyres were to blame. And Red Bull, in fact, even got on the radio to the FIA and said, our telemetry, our data had no idea that this blowout was coming. 
I think it was on the cars anyway, but they were recommending a red flag so that everyone could change their tyres, which eventually happened. But I would hope that the FIA were going to do this anyway, given that it was inconclusive whether or not it was debris or tyre pressures that caused the blowouts. After the race, Pirelli have said that they think it was to do with debris. They said that they saw a cut on Hamilton's tyre, which he took off during the red flag after Verstappen's crash. I think it's possible that debris caused Verstappen's crash. However, I actually think it's more of a combination. I don't know what debris was on the track. I certainly didn't see any for Stroll's blowout, but we know that debris caused tyre blowouts on the main straight in Baku before. You just have to go back to 2018 when the same thing happened to Bottas. However, I think with Max, it could possibly be the debris from Stroll's previous crash, but it's also possible that the tyres were on edge anyway. I do think the fact that both tyres seemed to blow after about 30 laps of use, and they were on the same tyre, and they were both at the same top speed, seems to be an unusual coincidence. It is possible that debris aided that and actually going over a piece of debris that would normally be okay caused these oversensitive tyres to blow. I think the only other possibility of what could have gone wrong here is the contribution of the safety car, which I know feels strange because you use less of your tyres under a safety car. However, given the sensitivity or the seemingly sensitive tyres, Dropping the temperature drastically when you're under a safety car would have made it even harder to get them up to the right temperature during the race. We know from thermodynamics that heating and cooling quickly without allowing the rate of change to happen progressively can cause pressures to not equalise. So I think it's more of a combination of these things, be it the safety car affecting the tyre temperatures, possible debris on the track from Stroll's crash, and the fact that the tyres were too soft for that race. Now, of course, the result of Max crashing was a bit of a disaster for Red Bull, who were on the verge of extending Max's championship lead against Lewis Hamilton. On the restart, Lewis looked a shoo-in for P1, although right before he started on the grid, he said to his team, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And even though he locked up on turn one, he spun off. I applaud him for his efforts. I genuinely think it's instinctual. Lewis to make a move like that and I think had it been some of the other drivers on the grid they would have happily sat behind Perez and taken home P2. It would have been a good race weekend overall. He would have had the championship lead back again and I think he'll get a lot of criticism for making that move. However there are many times where Lewis Hamilton will make a move like that and it will pay off. The difference is that he actually goes for it and I really appreciate that about him. If you think about it He went from speaking to his team to going for a P1 in less than 10 seconds. It must just be pure instinct that makes him go for moves like that. And of course, afterwards, he was hugely apologetic. It was a massively disappointing weekend for Mercedes, given that they could have taken the lead in the championship again. But what adds even more pain to Lewis's defeat was that Bottas wasn't even there to pick up the pieces. This weekend was a really good example of what Red Bull have been trying to do for years since Ricardo left, which is have another driver in the mix in case something happens to their other driver. Bottas was nowhere to be seen and that had a huge impact because now Red Bull have taken the Constructors' Championship even further. I genuinely think that Red Bull will win the Constructors' this year, but I do think Lewis will pull back the Drivers' Championship. I guess we're only going to find out in a few months' time but that's my prediction for the rest of the season. 
The only other thing I will mention from the race yesterday was could Max have pitted to change his tyres? And I think the answer is no. I did think about it. I thought about it after Stroll had his accident. And it's a case of he was damned if he did, damned if he didn't. If he did change his tyres, he would have gone all the way to the back of the field, or at least all the way back to Alonso, who I think was in P10 at the time, and he was the driver closest to the front who actually pit for fresh tyres after Stroll's crash. If Max had come out in P10, I don't think he would have made it to the front to win. Sure, he probably would have still got on a podium, but he would essentially be giving away that win. The risk of a tyre blowout was high, but it was a risk. It was a chance. It wasn't a given. And in those situations, I think Red Bull felt like it was worth it to try and get a 1-2. Of course, it was devastating for them when they didn't get that, but they still had a driver there to collect the win. So overall, a mixed weekend for everyone. Definitely an interesting one for us as fans. A lot to take apart after the race. My only hope is that Pirelli take a little bit more responsibility, even if the things that I said are true. Ultimately, the choice of tyre seemed to be a little bit more vulnerable than normal. That is all for this week. I will continue posting stories on my blog, so please check that out. Next up, we have the French Grand Prix, which is usually a Mercedes track because it's more of a traditional race circuit rather than a street circuit. Of course, we all remember how dull Paul Ricard was a few years ago. So even though I'm not a huge fan of needing drama, I might make an exception for the French Grand Prix. So until next time, thank you very much for tuning in.